0: Welcome to O oh, The Places We Will Go, a podcast where you get to join the adventures of the turners while they climb to Everest Base Camp for the first time. Our podcast promises to be informative, but most of all, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us along for the ride.
1: The river, river frozen well, enough to, to keep me, me from getting, getting to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you have no idea what that meant.
1: So, welcome to
0: Oh the places we did go
1: podcast episode A eight million probably and 65. the no. carnage episode.
0: Well, we had episode eight. We've lost it.
1: Well, episode eight is still defrosting. Um, so with a bit of luck, we'll get Ten Boshay and Ding Boshay back. Um, but given that we've been off the airwaves for five days...
0: It's time we we... we...
1: we thought it was probably time to fill you in on a bit of what's been going on.
0: It's, uh, guys shaking and sweating and I'm not moving.
1: And you're not coughing. Yet <coughs> For, no, for no the,
0: it's the first time for the
1: first time in a while seven days so we're currently we're currently back in so we're currently back in Kathmandu um a little bit earlier than we'd expected that we were going to be it would Possibly be fair to days? say uh, five days earlier. five days earlier i'd say so uh, um and it's created a few of its own adventures. But I, I think to properly bring this to you, we might just turn the clock back to <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> to just after the frozen, maybe lost forever, maybe in the vaults... Ding Boucher. ...episode. Back to Ding from Okay, so and to go s- from just, there.
0: just to talk about Ding why While we're in Ding Boucher, we thought Ding Boucher was hell. Um, the last moments of our recording history was us talking about having to acclimatize and climbing to find this flag that was so high up and it was insane and one of the members of our team Lisa wasn't doing so well on that lovely adventure
1: oh yeah so small disclaimer before we go on some People may have been harmed in the recording of oh, this yeah. podcast. Yeah, there's
0: no animals that have been harmed. No
1: animals have been harmed. Lots the y- people
0: have yeah. been harmed. The yaks
1: way. are perfectly fine. No, the
0: yaks haven't been hurt. The dogs travel distances, that vast distances. Vast
1: dogs. distances to follow Tash for, yeah, for, for something.
0: De- uh, can we just talk about this for half a second? A dog smells me and then follows me like 16 million kilometres. What is with that?
1: I think your record was about seven kilometres across rocks. It. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, so so, so disclaimer out of the way.
0: People were hurt. Yes. So we were in dingbouche and we all had to acclimatise and it was Christmas Day. And I'd love to share you the audio to do with that, but we're going to have to talk about it now. But anyway, you have to go up this huge mountain, like... <sighs> I would say it's a 70 degree angle, but Guy would say it's 40.
1: Uh, Guy would say it's about 28. Right.
0: Anyway, so we're going up it, we get up there, we have to turn around and come back.
1: Yeah, the 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 not going to a real goal is quite difficult, so it was all about acclimatisation, but it's tough when you know you're just climbing for the sake of climbing, climbing. to come back down. So... so
0: um, Lisa wasn't doing well anyway.
1: No, so Lisa's from the Moore family, the, the Fit Fam, fit, the Fit Fam, as we'd uh, as we'd been um, referring to them, and and on from about day two or three onwards.
0: Yeah, she um, got she ate some yak. Yeah, pizza.
1: so we thought that there was some problems with some yak cheese that she ate because she was yakking. Uh, 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 I uh,
0: can't. Uh. <laughs> That's not like my grandmother.
1: Yes. <coughs> Pardon the coughing, there will be a little bit of this and we'll explain mm. why as well. So um, she'd been struggling a bit, but she was an absolute trooper and just oh. wouldn't stop and wouldn't rest. No. And it was bloody Terminator or, or, T-1000 kind of... Or dun, 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 dun. inspiring, dun. Yeah. or inspiring
0: the whole time. Yeah, And she had the best comments the whole time. Just keep going. Oops, sorry, that's... That's to remind us to take our tablets. That
1: says take Diamox, which is for altitude altitude sickness. sickness. Yeah, worked really well. I mean, let's talk about that later.
0: (laughs) Worked fantastically. What are you talking about? Um, Anyway, so uh, Lisa started slowing down. Um, We got back. It was Christmas Day. Uh, There was nothing Christmassy about it, was there?
1: No, you couple of unique things up there, though. Someone had managed to lug three casks of Stanley's um, oh, wine up there. That inclu- no one drank. Including two Stanley's Sweet Reds. I didn't even know they did a Dolcetto Rosso. Um, I love I mean,
0: that you care about this.
1: Well, how do you run into three Stanley's... So anyone it's not listening, a thing. just to say, anyone that's listening from overseas, one well, of the great things about Australia is its ability to put four litres or five litres of wine in a bag called a goon bag, um, <coughs> and apparently it travels well. And I guess rather <laughs> rather than breaking um, Stick wine it bottles. On the yuck stick it on a yak and get it up there but no one was drinking it wasn't the most festive of Christmases although it was Tash, the least Tash and I were both wearing our Christmas Nick, hats Nikki and Duncan, Duncan Christmas attack hats. Christmas hats so that was really cool yeah
0: um I I think I went to bed about so dinner is always served around six.
1: six 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 thirty yeah
0: and I went to bed about seven yeah and that was it for me
1: yeah and it was cold but not well, oh, we thought it, we thought it was, yeah, it was horribly cold. cold.
0: Um, I don't know. Things were freezing on the windowsill. Our drinks were freezing. Poo was freezing in the toilet.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, Mister Hanky the Christmas poo, was yeah. a frozen Christmas poo. Yeah,
0: that was lovely. Thank you, dear sir, yeah. who forgot to clean that up. They yeah. have a little scrapey thing. Use the scrapey thing. Yeah,
1: but also the the. Because the pipes don't work because they're frozen, so you wash it down from the bucket. But the bucket froze with the bailing out pail to pour down the toilet I frozen in it. I understand the so...
0: difficulties and the intricacies, but yep. if I can do it, yep. they can do it. So, anyway,
1: so we the next day we, we left Dingboche for. Oh, no. No. So, we...
0: before we left, yes, you came to bed at about. Like 9.30, 10 o'clock.
1: Uh, this was my one late night. We were playing euchre, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: And you woke me up, which is really hard to do because no one's woken me up, um, to tell me that Lisa's getting...
1: Ah, uh, airlifted. Airlifted Off. tomorrow yes. morning. Because she was running a fever. They took her outside in about minus 10, which we thought was horrifically cold.
0: Well, they had her out in the hallway pretty much all the night. Yeah. And she was vomiting and all sorts of things. And it was horrible to watch.
1: So so the decision there was that they had to take Lisa off. Um, so with...
0: so Lisa has a 12-year-old,
1: yep. a husband, and an 18-year-old. Yeah. So so Nigel was always going to go and keep her company, oh, keep her safe. Those he, two are mad in love. They're, they're fabulous. Um, and obviously little Tashi. 12-year-old Tashi. Um, was going, pissed
0: off and crying. Wasn't
1: very happy because she wanted to reach Everest space Camp. But I
0: said to her, you've got another 20 years to do what your friends have even thought you were going to do.
1: So. But but full props to Britain. It was a little bit complicated because the she was no longer covered by travel insurance. Because the family policy for travel insurance only included one heli EVAC. So, um, but... Family made the decision. Britt made the decision to, to go on. So she came on with us.
0: And she was amazing. But anyway, so the next day uh, we saw them at breakfast. Um, it was a little bit heart-wrenching because you could see it in Lisa's face that she just felt guilt. Yeah. Um, apparently Lisa had been training harder than anyone else. You know she'd been going off on tracks and blah 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 because she just wanted to
1: yeah so we'll we'll talk a bit more about this but uh fit fitness
0: has nothing has to do absolutely nothing to, do
1: nothing to do with what's coming no. um and and what you need um and without fitness you're not going to make it but just cause your i fit, mean you
0: need to prepare
1: yeah but just because you're fit doesn't mean that everything else is going to fall into place no for you either. So um,
0: anyway, so we left them there. Yep. Uh, after breakfast, and we left our guide, our backup guide, our awesome guide, Gunga. Yep. We left him there to to make sure she caught the flight. Yep. The three of them caught the flight, um, and then we decided to trudge trudge into hell. Would you call it? No,
1: well, the first two hours weren't too bad.
0: Well, and then and then Star Wars
1: ah. came into play. So.
0: Am am I, am I just making up bullshit, or was the sandstorm, the weather, and the rocks very equivalent to Tatooine?
1: Tatooine, very, very, very Tatooine, and I didn't even prompt that one. Tash came up with that herself. Yeah. We needed the sand people. He doesn't like you. I don't like you. Yeah. Kind of shit going on. It was on. horrible. Um,
0: it was minus 27 or something like that. It was blowing in our faces. It was disgusting. Yep. And every time that big windstorm came across, we all had to stop, turn around. Sorry. Collaborate and listen. Yeah. Turn around and just wait.
1: What, what we didn't know that was going on at the same time was that the rescue helicopters weren't able to land in Dingbushay. To pick up Lisa. To pick up Lisa, <laughs> Nigel and Dash. So they had three passes before they were finally able to land in the in the wind. And by that time, poor old Gunga had been left at least two hours behind us.
0: So we ended up at the... the well, we said we were okay by lunch. Yeah. We were fine by lunch. It was lunch onwards. Yeah. Um, but we were at the lunch place and then he rocked up and he's like sculling down his food. First like, time we
1: saw him flustered.
0: But I was like, take your time, honey. Please take your time.
1: And I was eating a Korean railman, um, which was just pure chili powder, which probably didn't help anything either.
0: And I can tell you, a Sherpa soup is the best thing you will ever get on the mountain. <laughs> Sherpa
1: soup. Everybody. Tash had some form of spirali pasta. with It looked like minestrone, basically, but not yeah. minestrone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with rice and some form of meat. And I don't even know what was in it, but it was awesome. And then there was um, dalbat. That's it. Don't go on the mountain unless that's all you're going to eat.
1: Yeah. So left lunch and yeah. it was, we talked about the wings. Tatooine. Yep. Um, and now climbing as well, and climbing fairly uh, significantly.
0: I remember wanting to die.
1: So what what you've missed in the Frozen episode, which we may or may not, be able, to re- may or may not be able to recover, <laughs> is <coughs> we called it uh, a, a original episode. episode eight, the coughing episode. So Tash had been coughing quite badly for a couple of days, and it was Four now... Days. Now developing into quite a serious headache. Hacking? Hacking and headache by this point. Um, So we'll fast forward anyway and we we get to La Boucher. No. No. Not
0: at La Boucher. You don't want to fast forward. I don't want to go to La Boucher.
1: Don't don't even want to relive it.
0: No. That is my idea of hell. Please don't take me to La Boucher. We have
1: to. Think of the audience. They need to know.
0: Fuck you, La Boucher.
1: Yeah, so, so about half past two in the afternoon, we arrive in Love La
0: I have a photo of one of the boys, um, Aiden, laying in the sun, enjoying the sun, while I felt like. What, what, what's the thing, the samurai sword that goes through your chest? S-
1: yeah, Sepakra, Sepatar, Sepakra, like yeah.
0: He's like just lying there with his little mask on. He
1: hadn't had a good day, though. This was the first day he hadn't had a good day. But... Because he... I kept up with him.
0: <coughs> oh, okay. Well, we haven't even talked about that. So, um, no, no, no. From Dingboche to La Boucher, I was doing exceptionally yep, well. you were all good. Um, uh, Brittany was even saying I, I was like keeping a good pace. I was going really well. And I was, I I had this theory in my head of one foot, two foot, three foot, four foot, one foot, two foot, three (laughs) foot, four foot. There's nothing more, I can tell you, you don't need podcasts. You don't need audio Nah, your
1: brain just switches off, doesn't it? Your
0: brain is absolutely wrecked and you just need to be able to move. Yeah. And I had Anthony Robbins going through my head and things like that and guy had burmese railway people
1: Ah, uh, yeah so i was just thinking that it could have been worse i could have been put on the burma railway pow camp um walking building during world war ii so but i was
0: just sitting... this is
1: kind of how bad it was
0: so i was thinking oh yeah well you know life's so horrible Anthony Robbins is going to come in and tell me I need to do better. I need to do better. And Guy's just going, no, I need to not be Burmese. But anyway.
1: So what were we greeted at on the whiteboard when we walked into the common room at La Boucher? Well, see,
0: I couldn't read it. I was a little bit dizzy at that time, so yeah. I just sat down.
1: So the whiteboard basically... Hang on.
0: Yeah. But it was fucking freezing. Why? Why was it cold when we walked in?
1: They live in tents. It wasn't a tent. An inability. not
0: have the heating on.
1: No heating and inability to shut doors.
0: Inability to shut doors.
1: Yeah. So it's minus 20 at this point and it gets worse, but...
0: But that was at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah.
1: They just left the door wide open. Wide
0: open.
1: Yes. So Tash went and... Yelled at every Got a quilt and yelled at everyone. But on the whiteboard, it was basically saying, you're pretty much fucked, wasn't it?
0: Well, I couldn't read it.
1: Okay. So what it was saying is that the oxygen saturation in the air at this level, so we're over five thousand metres by now, is fifty three percent. Here are all the symptoms of having a um, pulmonary oedema, which is the chest, where your lungs fill with water. <laughs> or <laughs> this a, is what I had. we'll get to that. Oh. or what was the brain edema one which is
0: the one i had yeah
1: um and basically everything there was just saying this is a really nasty place and you may well die here
0: the forbidden zone
1: (laughs) yes the death zone if you like um so i don't think there's very much we can say that's nice about Boucher, is there
0: Boucher was my idea of hell yeah um okay so Forget the fact that as you walk in, there's nothing. There's no heating, and 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 let's be fair. What what you don't understand because we've lost a file, is that at this stage they use heating by yak poo.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's no there's no trees at this altitude. So yeah. it's dried yak dung.
0: Um, and what is it that you light it with?
1: Kerosene. Kerosene. Yeah.
0: So. There's dry yak poo, so I could collect that. The entire trip, like I could be creating bags of yak poo and dropping it off and going, yeah. Here,
1: but here's they're my but they're fucking stingy with their yak poo, are yeah, they? They're really stingy. stingy with the yak poo. You'd think it was gold.
0: Um. Anyway, and then we go into our bedroom. <laughs> What was that budget
1: on Turner? Well, first time in the afternoon. And it was in the
0: afternoon. So
1: in the afternoon, we thought we might have a, a short nap after the day and two single beds separated by about the equivalent of a single bed in space. And almost we, froze to death? We just both almost froze to death, yeah. quite, quite literally. Yeah. Um, because the problem after you've been hiking is that things are a bit sweaty Sweat,
0: wet. yeah. Isn't that worse? Yeah.
1: So you've, your fingers are frozen because your gloves were sweaty wet. Your thermals are sweaty wet.
0: Everything you're wearing, but you can't change because no. it's so cold.
1: So when we got up from almost freezing, I put on every single piece of clothing that I brought. Yeah. yeah. So I had six top layers and three bottom layers on
0: and that was when my headache kicked in.
1: Yeah, ser- like serious headache.
0: So we went into the common area for dinner and Guy brought in the blanket for me and I don't even think I ate dinner. No. Um, And I had the blanket on me. We I got put... three
1: bottles of boiling water.
0: No, 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 but um, Britt gave me... A TV show to watch or something. Oh, and yeah. we
1: had heat pads for our hands. Heat
0: pads for our hands and yeah. stuff. And I'm just, I was I just laid there where you guys played yucca.
1: Hmm.
0: I couldn't even think. And then we went to bed.
1: So we shared the single bed because it was going to be our only option of survival as far as we saw it.
0: Uh, we grabbed three um, still bottles. Yeah. And he, like, he didn't. It cost us... Uh, twelve
1: dollars uh, no, no, no no yeah something like that yeah but twelve dollars well, well spent.
0: spent um to heat up our steel bottles like hot water bottles in between us anyway i was ho- hacking and coughing the entire night yeah tonight
1: neither of us slept well
0: guy was quite cute every time i was hacking and coughing he was just grabbing and checking on me um which is interesting because normally he's on the other bed and he has no idea that I'm even hacking your coffee. Turns out the guy across the way, Stu, Stu, could hear me as well.
1: So by now people are starting to be a little bit worried about Tash. So we've already had three EVACs. So remembering now, and I'll reiterate, we started with 14. Yeah. So we'd had three EVACs. Um,
0: I mean, all in the same family.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so one one sick person, yeah. three people going going down. We made it through till morning, and then I went to the toilet, and I almost didn't make it any further than that. Um, that that was a disaster area.
0: The toilet was. Disaster. Yeah,
1: unflushable, Frozen. sick bowels. It's kind of what you think about once again in a POW camp in oh, Siberia. It was yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, so
1: we got you out of bed.
0: Yeah, I sat up yeah and I was ready to go couldn't eat anything no wouldn't touch a thing
1: hardly anyone was yeah Um, Dan Dan was struggling so Dan the New Zealander who we've been joking a little bit about so far of the fact that he's constantly upbeat and hyperactive and and chatting wasn't well had been vomiting through the night his Mm. lips were quite blue Um, wasn't eating, wasn't drinking, wasn't joking, um, wasn't talking, which was an instant sign that there were probably problems. (laughs) Um, so we survived enough to set off and what's even worse, we set off at, well, it was a 6.30 start. So. No, no, no.
0: We left at 7.30.
1: Yeah. But 6.30 breakfast. Um, so sun wasn't up
0: it would have been minus 30.
1: Yeah, it was somewhere around the minus 26 to 28 mark, yeah. we think. So, it doesn't matter <coughs> no matter what the temperature was, no one can even
0: understand the wind chill. No. Nah. It it we were in valleys and it just blew in your face constantly. And that was the problem. There was no reprieve of that last when we were coming up to Loboche, that last hour was just wind. Mm. And that first hour of leaving was just wind. There there was nothing. And that I will never get over. And I want to say, fuck you, Loboche.
1: So I think before we started, when we were talking on this podcast, we we thought we were exaggerating a little bit with our minus 20. Mm. and
0: Oh, we definitely did.
1: Uh, so genuinely, yeah. we we i i don't think we took with proper seriousness um the terror just,
0: yeah the danger just
1: yeah. what what this is about so
0: so we will tell you a temperature that it got to yeah in a minute
1: which will make your toes curl yeah basically
0: um so we left loboche Le um on the way
1: to gorek shep now Gorek-Shep. three hours to gorek shep in the morning
0: it was so cold
1: Yeah, so Gorak Shep is two hours out of Everest Base Camp now. It's
0: the spot you stop, recuperate before you go to base camp, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we probably weren't, once again, we weren't prepared for just how nasty this particular walk was because it's purely across unstable rock.
0: I don't understand how yaks get across this.
1: No. But they I, do. I, I
0: don't understand. I don't understand. Now and and we've had this conversation a couple of times in the last two days. How many people have climbed Everest Base Camp? We don't know the amount. No, we don't know. But there's a lot, right? Yeah. So how has there not been a path forged? A path forged Because at this stage, it seems... Because every time I thought I felt like I knew where I was going, that's a fucking bunch of rocks.
1: Yeah, so so poor old Tash had to play a bit of a guessing game, and there's a reason behind this. So by now, and she hasn't said it, but uh, by now she was in a very bad way. Um, However... Dan was behind her in an even worse way <coughs> someone um,
0: else is getting more attention
1: so so basically the the way that the grouping was now working was that the army the boys, boys were, gone. were were out front yeah um, that was fine um, Stu Richard and Nicola were
0: doing well' were
1: doing well they were they were doing well and they were pulling Brittany along with them
0: even though Brittany kept trying to Take care of me.
1: Yeah.
0: They kept saying, come on, let's go.
1: I was walking directly behind Tash.
0: No, sometimes in front. Or sometimes, sometimes
1: depending on the path, because sometimes it was hard to pick the path. Yeah. So I'd have to walk in front. I, and then we had Gunga and Dan just behind us at this point of time.
0: Um, I didn't have the m- mind or matter. Is that the way to explain that? to be able to decipher what rock to walk on Mm. like i was in that type of shape that if i had been in charge of walking on a rock i probably just would have walked off the cliff and that's not over dramatizing anything that is just literally you feel stupid Mm. on the mountain
1: yeah. So can I reiterate 53% oxygen saturation in the air at this point of, of time, very little sleep over a, a compounding number me. of nights, especially for, for Tash. Um, and this was three hours of really hard slog. Um,
0: well, it turned out to be five hours, didn't it?
1: Four hours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I was going so slow. I couldn't. I couldn't walk.
1: Yeah. And look, there, there wasn't much choice here and I, I felt very impotent as to what I could do because Tasha just go, I can't go on and all, all the only answer I had was well,
0: you can't can't stop
1: here. here." And Um, what was my
0: response to that? I get that. Yeah. But I just, just, I need to rest. Yeah. There,
1: there is a photo that we'll share with you, um, thanks to Tasha's permission. Uh, oh, her. The moment. On, on a rock.
0: The moment I decided it's okay to die.
1: Yeah, so. And I'm not. I'm this not, isn't an exaggeration I'm either. I'm not over exaggerating.
0: No. That was the moment. And I can't believe you took a photo of that exact moment. <laughs> but that was the moment I was like, you know what? I get why people on top of Everest just go, you know, done. I'm mm. done. Can't walk, can't move, I can't can't do this.
1: So let me give you some ratios here. So in all time, we found this out today, in all time, 4,948 people have climbed to the summit of Everest and just (coughs) over 300 people have died doing it. So that's 7% of total climbing attempts have ended in death. Um... Now, would you do anything else in the world that had those kind of odds? No, no. And these guys are three kilometers higher than than where we are. In fact, three and a half kilometers what, higher.
0: What we didn't know, and what we've come to find out, is that apparently um, the colder it is, that guy
1: the, the. topping
0: up topping up his gin or whatever it is. Yeah. The colder it is, the worse your altitude sickness gets. Correct. Which um, is literally the case for me.
1: Yeah. So, so Tash, Tash is seriously struggling. i I'm making up stories, saying one more ridge and we're there. One more ridge and we're <laughs> so there.
0: Our guide had always had the word, undulating.
1: Undulating. Undulating.
0: Undulating. Nepalese
1: flat, Nepalese flat. Not
0: (laughs) rollercoaster, I'm Um, But this just kept going.
1: Yeah. There were some serious climbs and then the downhills were across unstable rock anyway, so there was no respite.
0: Yeah. And I remember, I, I told Guy last night, I looked back and there were a bunch of yaks so far off in the distance. And I said to myself, I just need to climb this hill before the yaks come. Because, to be fair, they're a million miles away.
1: And then the yaks and went past. And the yaks passed me. <laughs> and meant, so physically is one thing, mentally is another thing. And physically, I think it's fair to say, so, so Tasha's head is basically exploding yeah. at the moment. Just pressure back, front. Uh, front and back. Then her ears went. Mm. Um, and then... Which is... Uh, yeah, which and then, then the feet, feet tingling and the dead calves so but below the knee from
0: the second my knee ended to the tip of my toes it was heavy but tingly it was the weirdest feeling so i couldn't lift up my legs properly it was it was like i was already the zombie and that's why when i laid on the rock i was like you know what fuck it time to go to bed Hmm. i need a nap
1: so about 25 minutes out from Gorak's chef ganga came to me and he said what are we going to do with her and i and i said well what what are you thinking and he said well her headache's not getting any better you would taken by that point seven
0: nah a lot more than that seven yeah. was in the morning i think i would taken like 20 pills
1: yeah so by, and
0: by pills i just mean Nurofen and and yeah. and
1: so, so Tash can't take codeine, yeah. and she wouldn't take the tramadol that she had with her. Um,
0: it wasn't tramadol. Yeah. Something else.
1: No, it's tramadol. Well, I haven't heard e- it. Either way. Um, because she thought it would make her Kevin Spacey.
0: <laughs> I needed to climb a mountain. <laughs>
1: um, so he, he said, look, what, what are we going to do? And I said, well, look, we, we just need to get her out of here safely. She's not going on to base camp. We already well, know
0: that. Well, no, no, no. Guy, I know it already said. We'd
1: already had that discussion.
0: I'm not going to base camp.
1: Yeah.
0: I said, you can go, but I'll sit at the Gorak Shep. Yeah,
1: so Gorak Shep is two, kilo- uh, two hours hours, yeah. or about three kilometres from base camp. You can see it from
0: Oh, we saw there, it.
1: Well and truly, yeah.
0: Um, even when he said he was calling the helicopter.
1: Yes, now she's just given it away. So, so, after a whole bunch of conversation with Ganga, I said, look, we've got got to get her off this mountain. She's not going to survive another night. And the conversation then went to, well...
0: What was my oxygen level, by the way? 60.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Extremely unsafe. Yeah. Um, So the concept was, do I push on do base camp and then we fly her out the next morning.
0: Which I was happy with.
1: It. Yeah, but having experienced that minus 26 Le Boucher the night before, um, I just thought it was going to be far, far, far too dangerous to have to go through another night of, of that. Um, so we, we said do it. Um, so about 20 minutes out from Gorak Shep. Um, phone calls started prepping the helicopters, getting, uh, getting that ready. And then, wow, did that move like a whirlwind.
0: (laughs) I I was absolutely fucked. I couldn't even pay attention to it. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. My ears, the second we jumped in the helicopter, were about to explode. Well, what's even
1: worse is that we had to, Tash had to get to high ground to get to the helipad. Um, and that wasn't easy in itself. Because I said, by
0: "Why the hell would you put a helicopter pad higher when you know that people are dying? <laughs> like, are you going to lift them up?" And like, Gunga's like carrying me the whole yeah. way.
1: So we didn't really get to say goodbye to anyone. We didn't we, give
0: them anything.
1: Uh, what's that? We paid. I paid our tips.
0: No, but we didn't get to give them all. Oh, our we, stuff. yeah, because we
1: were going to hand over our hand warmers and all of the other bits and pieces but it it just moved like a whirlwind and we got it an, was
0: literally a 10 minute yeah,
1: but we got in, in an, an hour. hour we got in an hour after everyone else in the group and they had to set off immediately for base camp to be able to make it now he
0: was just setting off when we got there yeah
1: now base camp that day what was the temperature tash minus 36 minus 36 in the afternoon
0: that was at two o'clock in the afternoon
1: yeah yeah so we're we're talking the fucking oh, real bugs. deal here
0: i and to all you listeners out there who are going she's not coughing she's she's fine this is literally the three first three moment.
1: yeah and this is three days mm-hmm. of full-on recovery and we'll take you through a little bit of that um
0: it's it's it literally i've been sick for seven days has yeah. it now yeah seven or eight days yeah so, half
1: of that walking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um So yeah, minus thirty-six. Yep. Base camp. Oh yeah,
1: so so there's a lot at base camp, isn't there? It's no, really, there's... really exciting.
0: Well there is in summer. Ah,
1: ah, ah. So so they
0: take down base camp in yeah. winter.
1: So Gunga Gunga got their helicopter to fly over base camp as it was extracting us. Um and there is Nothing there. Like, there is absolutely nothing, nothing there. So, um, whilst it's a, a rock point of statement and achievement, there's not even the colourful flags.
0: No, there's one flag. Yeah. And then there's a sign that says, five, four, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah. Anyway, so, yeah, we didn't quite make it.
1: No, we came up two hours uh, short, so...
0: And I felt nothing but guilt for like 17 hours.
1: And I felt nothing but elation of knowing that I didn't have to do the 63 (laughs) kilometres back down that fucking mountain. Um, Interestingly, our tour party is... uh, The the tour set up, Himalayan Social Club, is now doing a hike to base camp and take a helicopter back down package.
0: Yeah, but you have to pay two k
1: pay two k for it. Um, now, shout out to World Nomads, um, our insurance company. Here. Let's
0: talk about our insurance company right yep. now. World Nomads. Yep, the easiest online insurance company you can ever, ever, ever organize. So yep. you press a button. If I remember this rightly, when I was booking it, press a button that says insurance.
1: Yep. And then I want the adventure pack and then to I six thousand meters. Adventure pack
0: to six thousand meters. Yep. Type in your names. What happens?
1: Two hundred and forty dollars a person.
0: What well, worked out to yeah. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Yep. And then what happened? When I was dying on the mountain?
1: Well we it did
0: st- say it did stipulate For all
1: reverse charges no, before it you. Said, uh,
0: let us know. Yep. Which is really hard when you're on the mountain. So we
1: sent an email, and the Himalayan Social Journey made a phone call saying we're emergency medical evacking and we've already sent the helicopter. Um, and but, then your
0: parents called them.
1: And then we got my parents to call them. So they flew us down to Lupla. Um, the very noisy helicopter at altitude wasn't good for Tasha's already exploding head and ears. I was shaking. But I took some killer video and that's how we're going to actually set this podcast up on the places you will go. So uh, so at least we got some, some decent footage there, selfishly.
0: You've still got that footage of me on the rock. Yes. Which I plan on using the day that I do my public speaking tour. Yeah. The day I decided I wanted to die.
1: So so I, I came up with it in my head somewhere that if I'm interviewed for a job and people ask me what does bravery or courage look like I've got the opportunity to say well I've seen it in my wife what? Um because she did you did not well that's exactly what was going through my head because you did oh my god you're three, making me cry you did three hours of the almost impossible at any point of time you could have given up and stayed on your fucking rock but you you got off your rock and you yeah. went. Is so, that really what you were yeah, thinking? Yeah, absolutely. I thought you were being a dickhead. No. <laughs> so we then took a okay. second chopper from Lupla, which is 2.8. An eight, hour later. An hour later. From Lupla, which is at 2.8, down to Kathmandu. And
0: by then my headache was like almost gone.
1: Yep. Ambulance waiting for us did Tasha's (laughs) blood oxygen and had gone up from 60 to 89
0: 89, 89. and then 96
1: when I got to the hospital. So whipped her away to the private hospital where we were met by a Himalayan social journey, um, guide ops person to, to kind of take care of us. Um, then they took us, booked us into hotel Mulberry, um, Himalayan social journey has been fantastic. They are connected to everyone and have fingers in all sorts of pies and manipulate and move things around. But
0: uh, I think world nomads have been amazing yeah. as well. So, and they
1: said if you needed a locum, they'd send one in.
0: I said to them, I've got because it turns out I didn't just have. Um, altitude sickness no i have a lung infection yeah
1: that was heading for either a a pneumonia or a pulmonary edema which
0: is the reason i'm finding it hard to breathe sometimes
1: so thank god the altitude sickness kicked in because i wasn't going to otherwise she would have pushed through it and if it had become pneumonia or worse this pulmonary edema um then you're talking life-threatening
0: well yeah um, anyway, so,
1: so we've spent the last three nights, well, three days hold up here in the Hotel Mulberry. Tasha's been extremely <laughs> unwell and this has been the first time that we Don't are kind of babe. in a position to, to be able to talk, but guy's uh,
0: been very bored.
1: Yeah, but the cricket's been on. The good thing about being on the subcontinent is that they show the ashes. The, so the
0: worst part is, is that it's been raining
1: yeah and then it was raining for the cricket so that's not overly helpful but look we'd we'd done 7 days of of hard work so uh, so that was quite good but a lot has happened since we left and this i guess is where the carnage comes in and this this is where so, we want to give you some perspective of just how hard this is and just how much you can't Fuck with this mountain in this weather, basically.
0: So did you see God in this mountain, by the way, at any stage? Because in my head, when I was laying on the rock, I was hoping to just see some form of something. And all I saw was you just say, get your fucking ass up because we need to keep moving. You know, there's no magical higher power. There's no monkey magic that was coming to save me and fly me off the mountain. But anyway, um,
1: what was I trying to say? I'm not sure. So what, what's happened... What's happened since? Though, so remembering we started with 14.
0: Yeah, we started with 14. It
1: went to 11 once three quarters of the Moors left.
0: The Fit Fam.
1: Yep, the Fit Fam. Then Guy and Tash left, That's making true. it nine. Yeah, nine. Nine. So we spoke about Dan a little bit earlier. So Dan had been having some difficulties also between Le Boucher and Gorak Shep. Well, he Um, was doing
0: worse than me at some points. Yeah, and in fact,
1: poor poor old Gunga was having to do a run between many, many spots. But Dan, at one point, killed over and started throwing up. So he took precedent on the emergency. Anyway, he was was good enough to keep going. um, And we believe he made base camp. Didn't make base camp, didn't leave Gorak Shep. Didn't leave Gorak Shep. All right, so didn't come out of his room in Gorak Shep. Um, and so he was the next one, helicoptered off, not much after us by the sound the of next it. Morning. Then the next morning. Uh, the next morning. And unfortunately for him, he had to spend the night in hospital by himself. Um,
0: yeah. That's... I that's mean, tough. That's my idea of hell. Yeah. And... No one knows this of Dan because no one here has actually met Dan. Now, Dan's a lovely, sweet man. He may be annoying with his what if I could give you a million dollars and then you tattoo your face and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. But the man is the type of person that literally just wants a family and wants to settle
1: down. Yeah, wants to do do stuff, do well, see things, be involved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to be loved um, and when i found out that he'd come back down the mountain and he'd spent a night in the hospital last night it just breaks my heart because if i hadn't had you there it's just it's just heartbreaking mm. it's a really difficult town katmandu is horrible to start
1: with yeah so so kathmandu has got extreme during winter, has quite extreme air pollution. So, it's predominantly unpaved roads. Um, so, dust combined with fumes. So, it's the size of Sydney. It traffic congestions outrageous. People just don't have a clue. It's, it's just horrible. it's it's a horrible horrible city. Um, and I'm chesty and sniffy and. Yucky. Tasha's had to walk around with a mask, mask on because obviously she's got a, a lung infection. But yeah, it's not the place that you want to be spending any more time in than you absolutely have to.
0: Well, you certainly don't want to wake up after you've been helicoptered off <laughs> somewhere and not have someone no. by your side. I mean, it's uh, maybe that's
1: me. Yeah. And now anyway, so the reason that we've called it the Carnage episode is... Uh, Two hours prior to recording this podcast, we've found out. we just found out that Richard, Nicola and Stu are also now off the mountain. Um, Richard's got a night in hospital. Um, Which is the
0: younger one of all three of them.
1: Yep. Stu and Nicola are off to Gokana, which is where we'll go in a couple of days' time. Um, So we're not 100% sure what's wrong with him. We tried to put a phone call in, but Tasha's end cells run out of credit. So, um, so all in all, um, it's, it's, it,
0: it, it's a less than 50, 50 proposition. Yeah.
1: Well, we're, 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 we're more in the 30 to 40% of people completing this track. Um, now we're led to believe that this is out of the ordinary, um, but I'd like to think it's not the fault of. I mean, apart from Dan, who was completely hey. un- no, completely unprepared because he thought he was sleeping in a tent, um, and hadn't read any of the instructions. But he was perfectly. Fit. I always find he it interesting that well.
0: he was ex- he was accepting of the tent. Yeah. But he didn't prepare with the clothing or anything no. else.
1: No, no. Oh. Um. Either either way. So, look. To to summarize. If you're thinking about doing this in winter. Don't. Think twice, think do three it. times, and then don't still do probably don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. Um, if however,
0: th- however, mm. there were moments.
1: So the wonderful thing about winter is that there's bugger all other people mm. on the mountain. So. And there
0: were moments when I would suddenly get my stride. And I would pass someone in front of me, and then they would pass me, and then I'd pass them back, and then I, they would pass me, and I'm just like, I'm so grateful this isn't summer, because then I'd just be waiting behind a million yeah. people.
1: So we heard that at Ten Boshe in summer, there's up to 1,500 people at any given point That's of time, insane. pitching tents, going nuts. Yeah. Um, oh can we talk about the Australian tents the eco tents Oh yeah so there's an Australian company that put their people in eco tents Eco tents pre-standing tents now they charge about four times what Himalayan $4000 Yeah Himalayan social journey charges yep. and I could only imagine Do not do it Don't do it If anyone thinks Don't that you can be in a tent in winter in Don't this environment then die Look
0: Well no 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 if you if you want to do it, set out your last will and t- yeah. testament. Be ready for it, and that's it.
1: Yeah. So, so, so just. So, what
0: would you so, like to say about me?
1: Yeah. So, ju- so just back to to it. So, yeah. Obviously, um, about you, very courageous, um, very brave. Um, struggled far far more than than I did um, because of. Early lung infection that we didn't know, that was undiagnosed, and then altitude sickness. Um, at a personal level, I'd thought that it was all going to be knees and ankles for me, and we'd prepared really, really well, really well we for bad knees, hurting knees, etc. Um, no niggles, no health problems from from my perspective.
0: No, in actual but, fact, your legs pushed you up the mountain.
1: Yeah, I was I was flying Friday. at times. Um, that all being said, doing the full hundred and thirty kilometres of it, up and back in that weather at that altitude, you've, uh, at, no matter what shape you're in, there's absolutely no guarantees that you're going to be no. any good. Um, altitude wise, cold wise, terrain wise. There's no fake it till you make it. There's
0: no, I'll just grab an extra weight and just do this. It is what it is. Yeah. So this, this
1: is, this is serious, serious stuff. I had,
0: I had icicles frozen on my nose. Yeah.
1: So there, there is no, oh, just base camp. Going back to an earlier conversation. Um, Certainly in, winter in the winter um oh base Base camp camp. is probably about as harsh as you're going to to ever see or experience in your in your life i reckon well
0: our entire family like my auntie my uncle um uh vin everyone else they've all done it in the in a proper summer yeah so they haven't done it how we've achieved it
1: Mm. So anyway, so we're getting the certificate and the T shirt because we maybe. were maybe because we, we were in uh, we were in viewing on, chat. viewing viewing distance. Um, there was fuck all actually there, so who cares? Don't go to base
0: camp in fucking
1: winter. <laughs> and I think the the lesson from all of this is no matter how prepared you are. No matter how ready, no matter how good your gear is, no matter how good your fitness is. um, Don't go to base camp. you are doing it in the dead of winter. Don't go. Think once. Don't go. Think twice. Don't go. And then find a way to get some holidays in either (laughs) April or October. (laughs) And don't go. Yeah. So this is us signing off for the Carnage episode. We're going to try to get one more in, which is a collection of all the people that we've been talking about to uh, date. When we get to go, Kana. I know
0: that Dan is in our hotel, so I'm going to track him down, and I'm going to do late now with late night with Dan.
1: Yeah, probably um, tomorrow
0: when he's feeling better.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean the poor man's just been helicoptered <laughs> I can't really annoy him too much, and guys making a lot of noise over there. Sorry, I anyway. had. T-
1: I had to fill my local, local whiskey. He's having local whiskey. Anyway,
0: so I'm alive.
1: Yep. Tasha's well. Can I tell
0: you the one thing that got me over the mountain? What is it? Thank you for listening to Other The Places We Will Go podcast. Please head over to our Facebook page at Other The Places We Will Go podcast and then subscribe to our SoundCloud account. And in the words of the legend himself, Dr. Zeus, on and on you will hike and I know you'll hike far and face up to your problems, whatever they are. You'll get mixed up, of course, as you already know. You'll get mixed up with many strange birds as you go. So be sure when you step, step with great care and great tact. And remember that life's a great balancing act. Just never forget to be dexterous in depth. And never mix up your right foot with your left. And you will succeed, yes, you will indeed. 98 and 3 quarter percent guaranteed. You're up to great places, today is your day. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. Kid, you will move mountains.